0: Log Talk Radio.
1: I'm John Hollywood, live from All You Need to Know Radio, and we are ready to tell you what our show is going to be about tonight. Rudy Giuliani, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, number 45's law license has been suspended by New York City. Also, Donald Trump is under investigation after it's found out he had secret subpoenas issued, and some of it included people that were actually investigating him. Sadly, we are hearing from pop princess Britney Spears, sold almost 400 million albums worldwide. One of the most known pop stars in the country actually talks to the judge for the first time in her conservatorship, explaining to the judge that the conservatorship is destroying her life. And sadly, she tells the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and it will not, it will completely blow your mind as to what is going on. Also, the Democrats and the Republicans cannot come to an agreement for We the People and the Voting Acts. So that's just a few things. Is that enough for you? Well, we've got more, but is All You Need to Know Radio Live from Dallas, Texas starts right now. Welcome, everybody, to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and please welcome Almost Woolworths to the show. Say hello, everybody, Almost. Hi,
2: John. Thanks again.
1: Absolutely. And we have Copperhead. Say hello to everybody, Copperhead.
3: How's it going, everybody?
1: All right. So, Almost, I want to start. Ironically with Brittany Actually, I want to start with Rudy Giuliani And what's going on with him Well, I'll do either one of those But uh, it's
2: my great pleasure to talk about Rudy Giuliani Boy, you you better believe I'm excited about this news Um, The state of New York Not New York City, but the state of New York Has provided a 12-month interim suspension of his law license Um, The stated reason is that he Um, made uh, multiple material misrepresentations to the court and in public regarding um, investigations into Hunter Biden in the Ukraine and with regards to the um, uh, The voter voter fraud issue, the big lie issue, the the claim that Donald Trump actually won the election. And... um, the, the suspension of a lawyer's law license is a very serious punishment. Um, he, it, it, the, the, it's basically the lowest, the, the the next thing that can happen to that lawyer is he gets. Um, and so, I'm pleased to see that the New York State Bar stood for its rules under the Model Rules of Lawyers Ethics, Professional Conduct promulgated by the American Bar Association. Candor to the tribunal, rule 3.03, is very important in um, the practice of law and in the licensure of lawyers, where if the judge can't, doesn't, if the lawyer can just lie to the judge, then it's incredibly challenging for the judge to meet out appropriate justice. And it appears that the State Bar of New York felt like there, there was sufficient evidence that Rudy Giuliani intentionally made misrepresentations of fact to courts such that it made sense to suspend his law license, which is, again, one of the most severe punishments that can be meted out by a bar association.
1: Okay, so... Um, Fox 10 actually reports that former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who acted as President Trump's personal lawyer, cheerleader, Mm -hmm. mouthpiece, has been suspended for practicing law in the state of New York, according to the court. Giuliani's suspension comes one day shy of the 52 uh, anniversary of his first admission to the practice of law in New York. He goes on to say the suspension document... From the attorney grievance committee of the state of uh, mm-hmm. state courts appellate division, directly cites Giuliani making Rudy Giuliani making demonstrous, false and misleading statements to various courts, lawmakers, yep. and about Trump's loss in 2020 to Joe Biden. So they're tying him yep. into all of that, and that's exactly what caused them to do this, right? Is the 2020 lie? Yes, I, I think it's a, I think it's a variety of things, and it's, you know, he's had um, all
2: kinds of. I mean, he's been p- perhaps the most visible lawyer in the country. Um, you know, with a with a, poss- with a the most visible public lawyer in the country who represents the president in a personal capacity made all We're kinds barred. of false statements. Well, but, but I'm talking. That's not a private attorney, Mr. Barr. Oh, well, oh, true, now he's in private practice, but he's a, he's the AG. I'm talking about like a a private lawyer who somebody hires, well, let's, and
3: let's, you know, let's arguably.
2: Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He
3: he's he's come across as President uh, Trump's private lawyer, and also like the president's lawyer. You know, what I mean, like as his private lawyer or his office's lawyer. And then he's been donating mm-hmm. hours. Like, what is his actual position? Did it ever clarify the whole time that Trump was in office? Well, that's a very good rabid. question.
2: I think the answer. I think the answer is no. He they they intentionally didn't um, tell you exactly who he represented exactly when and in what capacity. Um, because a lot of those jobs are
3: but they don't give the free lorraine that he was given.
2: Right. It's it's pretty clear. And, you know, I think we're probably going to talk about it a little bit later on the show. It's pretty clear that Donald Trump was using the Department of Justice and William Barr to, you know, investigate his political enemies. But he was also using Rudy Giuliani and not the Justice Department, but Giuliani's law firm and his cybersecurity firm to investigate his political enemies as well. And, you know, as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Uh, Giuliani was never on the federal government's payroll. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Um, but the question of who is actually paying, writing the checks for his legal bills, I don't know.
1: Well, actually, Donald Trump's refusing to even pay him. <laughs> he has not <laughs> well, paid him. You know,
2: at, so, at, so, at some point, Rudy Giuliani and Bracewell and Giuliani, which is the name of his law firm, have been paid. And I don't know who Cut those checks, whether it's the Trump organization, Donald J. Trump individually, some other corporation or LLC that we're not Party. aware of. Yeah, exactly. Was it a Republican Party political action committee or something? We don't really know. So it's really hard to, to nail down exactly who his client was. And I think part of the reason that the state bar took this stand today is because of how very publicly he they, he basically makes the guild look bad so so the law just like any uh professional licensing board the state bars want to protect their membership you know they want to protect the real estate people want to protect the real estate licensure people you know the the barber shop licensure people want to protect the barbers The lawyers licensing people want to protect the lawyers, so it's the same thing. Typically, the bar exams are – excuse me, the bar um, – the state bars and the grievance committees on the state bars are usually very protective and don't like to publicly grieve or discipline high-profile attorneys. But I think it kind of went the other way here where because he was so high-profile and so obviously acting in a – inappropriate manner by making false statements to courts and to the general public and to Congress and all those people. Um, The state bar of New York, I believe likely made the calculation that um, the profession is better served by him being punished in a very public and and, uh, harsh manner. They could have censured him. They could have fined him. They suspended him for a year. That's a, pretty harsh remedy, especially for a lawyer
3: who's been licensed to practice for 50 years. Go ahead, Copperhead. I think that part of his suspension also comes to the fact of him not ever having a definitive role. It really makes things like uh, client lawyer privilege, uh, that confidentiality Mm -hmm. that they have, it makes that very shady about who he's actually representing and who he can actually protect under that clause with the whole family kind of using him and him kind of being black ops and him going off and doing his own thing and him, his company and him and himself and him as the justice uh, uh, chief, the William Barr group, it becomes very shady about who he, who they can come to to testify against him because he represented all of them and he represented none of them. And, you know, he doesn't have any secrets and he has all the secrets. So it becomes very, very indefinitive and I think that's a, a misuse of his position.
1: Hey, also yeah. almost I do not see yes, where it says his his uh, license was suspended for a year. I show it indefinitely.
2: Interesting. My understanding was it was a year, but I may be misreporting that fact. I've been
1: absolutely long it. today
2: and I, I haven't necessarily read every little piece of the news. Would it so, be? um
1: would it be unusual for them to do it for more than a year?
2: Um, typically, uh, yes, uh, it is something that they can. I mean, the, the state bar can craft its own remedy. They do. I mean, they they make the rules, right? So, um, you know, if if the state bar wanted to, I think they're within their powers to suspend them for twenty years or something. But it is my general understanding. That In most cases, and this is obviously a unique case, but in most cases, um, uh, the suspension or the, the, the license suspension is for a year or for sometimes for six months or something like that. And if it's going to be for longer than that, they just disbar you. So you can never get your license.
1: Well, I would not be surprised if they don't go that route. There's so much trouble. Well, they,
2: they they could have done it. They could have done it, but they didn't. So I, I think that what they did is a half measure. And, I mean, it could have been more, um, you know, you they, they,
1: they
2: could have given him the death penalty, but the, instead, instead they gave him five years in prison. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, that's why they yeah. rated, you know, when Copperhead was asking what position he actually held, I think that's why they rated right. his office and his business because they don't really know either. Well, and nobody well, knows I actually, I
2: actually disagree with that. That's a different – and I understand – I think they're connected but different. So the, the, the first is an ethical investigation by the State Bar of Texas – excuse me, by the State Bar of New York Grievance Committee alleging that he made a false – there's a rule violation, 3.03, uh, the Rules of Professional Conduct, say you have to tell the truth in court. You can't lie to the judge. And my understanding is that the the suspension was for that, was for for lack of candor. He's lying to courts. So there's this other issue. There's this other issue where he's likely in violation of some form of criminal law with regards to the conspiracy to defraud the United States, going into Ukraine and dealing with Russian gangsters, trying to get dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden. That's a different thing, and that's being investigated by the FBI and, uh, I believe, the Southern District of New York, the United States Attorney. So they're they're, they're, have, they're connected, but they're not the same.
1: I actually have the motion in the case right here in front of me, the Supreme Court of the State of New York Appellate Division, uh-huh. First Judicial Department, yes. and it lists uh, Rolando, Diana, lists all the judges, motion two 20- oh. case number 202100506, in the matter of Rudolph W. Giuliani admitted as Rudolph William Giuliani as an attorney and counselor at law, attorney's grievance committee for the first judicial department petitioner, and Rudolph Mm -hmm. W. Giuliani respondent. disciplinary proceedings instituted by the attorney grievance committee for the first judicial department Respondent was so admitted to reading, the bar?
2: John, what you're, okay. what you're reading is the formal the formal order or the formal motion that led to the order to, uh, suspending him. And the okay. point that I'm making is somewhere out there there's a separate document, an indictment or a warrant document or a grand jury bill, true bill, um, that allows – a different organization within the government to investigate him for these alleged crimes, which is, it's just, it's not that they're not connected because some of the false statements that he made to the tribunals that resulted in the suspension were related to his criminal activities in, or alleged, excuse me, alleged criminal activities uh, regarding defrauding the United States um, by uh, digging up, you his his adventure in the Ukraine. Um so, so they're two separate things. One of them's a disciplinary grievance and one of them's a criminal matter. And they're related but they're not the same matter. That's what I'm trying to clarify. And I, I wouldn't no
3: like we just also it's, it's for all the illegal. listeners
1: out there. All the listeners out there, I just posted this on our Facebook page so you can go and look for it your, yourself. So what is the next step <laughs> Almost when when an attorney is uh suspended such as Mr uh Giuliani has has done now. What happens now? Well,
2: I've gotta i I've gotta say, John, this is all theoretical for me because I have never been suspended. <laughs> but in Donna, theory I hope um, not.
1: I mean Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I have never I've
2: never had a I've never had a grievance against me go beyond the initial grievance states. They've all been dismissed. I don't I don't act unethically or I, I try very hard not to act unethically, um, but I, my understanding based on, like, my studies is that um, he would have to withdraw from any active litigation. So if he's filed um, lawsuits that are currently pending in court and he signs those pleadings, you know, it's him being the lawyer, he would have to withdraw. Uh, it's my further understanding that if there's um, – transactional matters, so non-litigation matters, that he's handling on behalf of clients, he would not be able to provide legal advice in exchange for a fee for, uh, for the period when he is suspended. So it essentially makes it so he cannot practice law um, in the state of New York. Now, I believe, and this may not be correct, but I believe he may have a law license in some other states. I think he might be licensed in Florida. And so he could still li- he could still practice He just couldn't use his New York license for that one year or however long the suspension is.
1: More than likely, though, wouldn't those other states follow New York, especially as public as this was?
2: Potentially, and I don't don't want to misreport the news. I'm honestly not certain. I think he has some other licenses, but I'm not certain. Um, And each state would have its own um, grievance committee and disciplinary process um and they're not public i mean for the most part they're not public so for all we know those are already in process and it's just the new york one is the first one that has had a decision and the decision's public but the um the hearings process leading up to the decision are not public if that makes sense
1: absolutely okay when we come back guys that music means we need to take a break and we'll come right back when we come back We'll talk a little bit more about Rudy Giuliani, the former president of the United States attorney, has had his license suspended, as this radio show has said many times it was going to happen. We'll talk about that. And we're going to talk about the sad reality of the princess of pop Britney Spears' life. It's really pretty sad. You're listening to All You Need Mm. to Know Radio. We'll be right back. Tonight's show is brought to you by American Wealth. American wealth is a company that can help you with IRS relief so when we come back we'll be ready to help you and if you want to call American wealth it's four six nine five three nine nine six three nine zero we'll be right back don't touch that dial
0: I think less isn't it time car insurance companies offer a discount for that At Elephant Insurance, we do. Elephant's new work-from-home discount is simple. The more days you work from home, the bigger your discount. Elephant's easy online tools show you ways to save, helping you find dependable coverage that fits your needs. That's insurance on your terms. See how much you can save with Elephant's new work-from-home discount. Get a quote today at Elephant.com. Friendship. They don't have to pay for medicine, housing, food. It's just amazing to just raise money for such a cause. We're helping children. Thank Thank you. It's
1: a great cause. Hey, is anybody out there looking for some advertising that you will definitely get some response from? Well, All You Need to Know Radio is ready to open up our market, and we're only going to be taking just a few people as uh, commercials and we have a executive sponsor at this time however we are always looking for different things if you're interested in advertising with us you get personalized service like uh this is john hollywood your host of all you need to know radio i write your own commercial i ask you a few questions about your business And um, we can talk about price, we can talk about uh, me voicing the commercial, we can talk about how we can help your business expand, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Once again, All You Need to Know Radio wants to know, do you want to make some more money for your business? If you do, then go to All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook and let us know.
0: This allergy season... Your eyes can feel better. Similathon Allergy Eye Drops are made with natural, active ingredients, not harsh chemicals. Similathon of Switzerland. Feel good about feeling better.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Thank you for joining us. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Uh, my co-host with me is always all, is always Almost Woolworths with Woolworths and Nunn. and our investigative reporter, Copperhead, is with us. And we want to wrap up talking about the former president of the United States, Rudy Giuliani, has lost his license temporarily or maybe for good, they're not really saying, in the New York New York State. So, um, Mm -hmm. almost, what do you think? Because I was trying to find a place where Rudy Giuliani has responded. I can only find it in video, which I can't put it on the air right now. How do you think he's responding if you were guessing, and this is just a guess, do you think he's going after them and doing what Donald Trump would do, or do you think he's letting them do their job?
2: I mean, I am literally guessing, but um, I assume that he's um, uh, not contrite and challenging the accuracy of the statement and, uh, you know, threatening all kinds of response. But I, I don't really know. I just that's my assumption.
1: Does he actually get to file a response or an answer to what they're doing? Is it like a regular case? Oh,
2: oh, I, I didn't understand. I thought you mentioned public. Um, no. So, no, no. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so he's already done so, sir. So those, the, um, my understanding, and I'm not licensed to practice in New York, but I assume it's pretty similar to Texas. My understanding is that the proceedings have already taken place and are under seal. So um, if you recall, um, they they talked about how it was an appeal in that document that you were reading. So there had already been a disciplinary hearing at the pre-appellate level um, where Mr. Giuliani and presumably his ethics counsel, so he probably hired a specific lawyer to do nothing but help him with his ethics matter. So... Mr. Giuliani and his ethics counsel, likely, almost certainly, because they're required to have due process, almost certainly had the um, opportunity to present witnesses and evidence, and um, he heard at a contested hearing. Um, but all of that information is under seal. And then presumably, he lost at the... the um, uh, disciplinary uh, tribunal level at the trial level, essentially, and appealed. And what became public was the appeal that is the kind of final outcome of the disciplinary hearing. So, unlike a typical civil litigation, the um, the only thing that is public record is the result. All of the litigation that led up to it, all of the you know the original complaint, the answer, the underlying evidence, the hearing transcript, all of that stuff.
1: Is not public record, is my understanding. Is there a way that we could file under the Freedom and Information Act to get that in field? The answer is probably not. The answer is probably not. Okay. Copperhead, did you want to say anything? That's
0: that's
2: the kind of thing that an investigative reporter should try to do. Uh,
3: That's towards me, I'm sure. (laughs) It is. Directly. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, that's me. Uh, no, but I'm just shocked and appalled because this time ten years ago we looked at Giuliani as being a hero of the nation, and he was definitely somebody that everybody looked up to after 9/11. And seeing where he's <laughs> gone from 9/11 to 2021 is like it's night and day. It, you, it's a completely different person, and it speaks to the speaks to the power of the people that are around you. You know, you play with the dogs, you're going to get fleas, kind of thing. <clears throat>
2: I, I tend to agree with you, Copperhead. I think that um, he has fallen hard from his, um, you know. There, there, I have I have read some things that indicate that maybe he kind of got a little bit lucky. God, that's kind of that Let me let me rephrase that. Um, so uh, not, that his,
3: yes, 9/11 uh, was a little bit more.
2: Uh, yes, exactly. He, his uh,
3: everyone his, was on the same page.
2: His, 9/11. Right. His, his public image got uh, substantially bolstered by 9-11 and that a lot of people thought he was kind of a jerk before that happened. Um, but then, you know, people, it's called the rally around the flag effect. It happens all the time in politics where during a crisis people rally around the leadership. Um, and so, you know, um, I, I, I do think it's like, Oh, how the mighty have fallen. But at the same time, I think there's a reasonable argument to be made that he was never that mighty. Um, but uh, I completely agree with your assessment that uh he appears to have fallen far, and that you know by taking on clients like Donald Trump and oleg Dopitska
1: he um you blocks. lay with
2: you lay with the dogs you get fleas
1: there Donald Trump seems to suck the life out of everything that he gets around. Would you agree with that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean king the- neared
2: us right it's It's not the Midas touch it's the Meredith touch. Um, you know, every everything he touches turns to crap. Um and <laughs> it's uh, uh you know, it's thank you. I, I I didn't make that joke up, but I think it is pretty funny. Um yeah. the 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 issue is, you know, when are we gonna get something to stick? And is the Department of Justice appropriately investigating Uh, The obstruction of justice and the underlying crimes related to uh, Mr. Trump's conduct while in office, because we never got a full investigation, you know,
1: and I think the answer is no. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm upset about it. Okay, so let's move on to this. Yes. Yes.
0: Me.
1: It all right, everybody on all from all you need to know, radio almost and uh Popperhead, <coughs> that is the incredible princess of pop, Britney Spears. And uh, when she recorded that video, she was actually under the conservatorship that we're talking about, or going to be talking about Mm -hmm. right now. In a 20, Britney Britney Spears has been in a conservatorship for going on 20-something years. She's about to be 30 years old. She's worth about $60 million. And finally, in a very unusual way for her to do business, because she usually does it Because of her celebrity um, and everything else, apparently the attorney that the court hired her has not really been doing what she wanted done. So she requested very slyly and didn't tell her attorney what it was about. And she may actually have gone directly to the court. But in a 24-message statement against the conservatorship she lived under for 13 years, Britney Spears sounded off before a Los Angeles probate court judge, Brenda Penny, on Wednesday, saying she wants to sue her family and that she, wants, she was abused by a pro, previous thera, therapist, among multiple other accusations. I've been in shock. I've been traumatized, she said during a hearing that was live streamed to the media by the court. Brittany actually wanted to come to the court because she wanted to directly meet the judge. The judge thought that was not a good idea because of her celebrity, what she would cause at the courthouse. I mean, she's already got thousands of people that are staying outside the courthouse on a daily basis. She wants the conservatorship which she feels is abusive to end without elevation. She does not want her dad to be in, in in any way involved, like I said, she wants to sue him. She also said that if you look at her Instagram posts where she says she shared over the last year, she said she was okay. she said, "I was in denial and I was lying to the world. Now Copperhead, did you want to say a few other things, or you want almost to comment on what I've said?
3: Well, let's go ahead and get comments, and I'll kind you. I'll hash out kind of what she wrote to – or what she spoke to the judge about.
1: Almost – what I'm hearing is that the court picked a judge for her. She couldn't even pick her own judge. There was a judge that she went to hire, and in fact, she did hire him. Lawyer. He did – so yeah. you you I'm mean sorry, a a lawyer. I, I apologize. You You're right. I'm a little – this is mm-hmm. my idol. This is someone I, I love very much <laughs> in the – And so I'm very emotional about this. And so to Mm -hmm. listen to the fact that she actually met with an attorney, paid him a retainer out of her allowance, so to speak, of a 20, 30 something year old woman. Um, He said that she was very knowledgeable of what was going on. She knew that the conservatorship was going to happen because of what happened with the ambulance and things like this. But hearing about the abuse hearing the fact that her attorney did not do as she requested, what kind of ramifications can there be? Well, I think
2: you're asking a complicated question. And I I think that the real legal question is whether or not Brittany should remain subject to the conservatorship. And, My understanding, with the understanding that I'm not licensed to practice law in California, but my understanding is that if you're competent to manage your own affairs and finances, then you should not be under a conservatorship. Um, And from the news reporting that I've read and um, your kind of description of it, Ms. Spears from my I'm not a psychologist, but she she appears to be competent. She appears to be capable of handling her own affairs, which would tend to cut against a continued conservatorship. There's um some other issues at play here, um, and one of the big ones is the issue of attorney's fees. Um apparently, um, she she pays missed, for both hers under and a court yes. She, 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 exactly, she she pays for her own attorney's fees, but also for the attorney's fees of her father, who is the co-conservator, who is opposing her um, essentially request to remove the conservatorship. But it is my further understanding that um, in order for her to to actually get the conservatorship removed under California law, and I'm not licensed to practice, but this is what I read in the news, that she um, would have to. Be evaluated by a psychiatrist or a psychologist who would have to sign off on it, and that has not happened, um, at least well, it has been not been publicly say, reported.
3: I will say according to um, what she, her own statement says, she says that she's done research on this particular subject, and she can be excused from the conservatorship without being evaluated. And she has been evaluated. Well, that's a legal
2: conclusion, Copperhead. That's a legal conclusion about the law of under uh, about the conservatorships under California law. And Ms. Spears might be right that there's some sort of exception written into the law, but there would have to be a hearing um, on that request. And my understanding that. is that. Re- yeah, that request has not actually been made um, to to dissolve the conservatorship without a um, psychiatric evaluation. In, let me go through some of this. But um, kinda gave off but, 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 but re, re, regardless, 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 big picture, big picture. I I, I think that John's question is prescient. Um, does Ms. Pierce or her conservatorship estate have a claim against? others against you know attorneys and professionals or her father or you know the professional conservator co-conservator who managed the finances um for mismanagement of the finances and mismanagement of the conservatorship it's my understanding based on some of the reporting that I've read that there the the, the restrictions on her are absolutely ridiculous um I read last night that um she was required to have a uh, intrauterine device an i u d um implanted such that she couldn 't have a baby, and i mean she 's thirty nine years old if she 's going to have another child, it needs to be sued so um the, you know that to me i'm 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 not an expert in conservatorships. I keep saying that because it 's true, but that seems like an overreach um uh, and apparently she, there's like, you know, she's worth $50 million or more, and she's on an allowance of $2,000 a week, which, I mean, $2,000 a week is quite a lot of money for a middle-class person, but if you're a multimillionaire, that's nothing. Um, so I, I do think that there are some issues with the conservatorship that may result in her holding legitimate claims. Um, uh, whether those claims ever actually get prosecuted in a court of law, who knows? Right.
1: Well, and the way this came to the the world's attention mainly were two things. is one that her father had signed her up for another Vegas uh, show for him to make millions of dollars off her again, and she refused. Mm -hmm. And because she refused, he put her in a mental institution. So what happened is that on the night that they were supposed to introduce to the world the the new – I forgot what it was Vegas called. Show. It had something to do with bondage. The Vegas show. Yes, sir. The Vegas show works out good for me. That she walks past the people, the dancers she's supposed to get on stage and dance with. Then she also walks past the reporters. This is after them waiting three hours. Then she walks past
0: the uh-huh. reporters
1: she's supposed to uh, talk with about the new uh, gig. And she gets in a limousine and rides off. And her dad has her taken to a mental institution Three months. And yeah, it was, as
2: punishment essentially for not for not following his directions.
1: Right. Well, you Copperhead know, you time out. Copperhead, uh, go ahead I about think, the other things. I think almost knows a lot of them. It sounds like he read a little bit last night. So we. So this is I part did. of the. Um, this is part of the written
3: statements that were. Uh, uh, she was. She talks to the judge over a TV screen, kind mm-hmm. of a uh, chat, and she is trying to talk to Two. the judge. Right. She, yeah, exactly, a Zoom session or Skype, and she's trying to talk to the mm-hmm. judge, and she is the, – the way this is written out, you can tell how much passion she has. I didn't, I haven't heard the audio track of this, but just the way her mm-hmm. sentences are formed, and she's reminded several times by the judge to slow down because her stenographer can't keep up. And I almost just out of curiosity, off the top of your head, do you have any clue, like, what a, a stenographer would have to have to be a stenographer, how many words per minute they would be able to type?
2: Uh, I know more about that than is relevant on the radio. You have to have a license. You have to become a certified short, shorthand reporter, and it's not normally a normal keyboard. It's like a very fancy keyboard, and they can type like 300 words a minute.
3: So 300 words a minute, and she was asked several times by the judge to slow down. So like that's just right. to kind of tell you how, how she was communicating with this. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of this to you. This is when I printed this out; it came out on eight pages. So if that tells you anything, but, but she hold says, on a second. Um,
1: I, I, do, I want to I want to say something to this. The fact that the judge had to ask her to slow down several times could not be in Passing. her favor, because it could mean that's not true. Um, well, I'm, so, a, I'm asking almost. I'm asking almost as a legal. Does uh, the judge uh, look at that yeah, and yeah. go, "Wait a minute, maybe she's maybe she's nervous."
3: because she was saying it you in know it, judges
2: judges make their decisions based on all kinds of things and witness credibility is part of it and if she has a hard time understanding the witness that can negatively affect the witness's claim uh just like in any case but um I think most judges don't really look too deeply into that kind of thing, and good judges should focus on the content, so the substance of the evidence, rather than the way it was presented. But, I, I mean, humans are humans, and so the judge might look at that and see it in, with disfavor, even if it
1: verbatim, really is substantively verbatim, fine.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, oh, I
2: hate to interrupt
3: you. But she says, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what you're saying, so you need to speak a little b- more slowly. So she's being very polite about it, and she – like, every time, she's right. like, I hate to interrupt you. Your story is important to us. And uh, she, right. even at the end, she says that your your story is important, uh, and I feel like this is a good thing that this has gotten out to the rest of – that we're able to hear your story. Um Basically, mm-hmm. she, Britney Spears' part, it says, to recap, I was I was on tour in 2018 and was forced to do. My manager said, if I don't do it, I would have to find an attorney. And by contract, my own management company could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. So my father handed me a sheet of paper as I got off the stage in Vegas and said I had to sign it. And he was very threatening and scary. And, the, and it, with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and did the tour. And when I came off that tour, a new show in Las Vegas was supposed to take place uh let's skip down just a little bit uh she says it's funny to hear my manager's sides of the story they all said i wasn't participating in any rehearsal and that i never agreed to take on take my medication which my medication is taken only once a day in the mornings by myself with with my maids and i've never and never at rehearsal so they don't even see me do it so why are they even claiming that for she says ma'am i'm not here to be anyone else's slave she says uh a little further down after i said no to go to vegas My therapist sat me down in a room and said that I had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsal and I haven't been taking my medication. And all of this was false. He immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal medications I've been on for five years and lithium is very, very strong and very completely different than medication compared to what I've been used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much of it or if you stay on it longer than five months. I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. My dad, was all for it he was the one who approved all of this my whole family did nothing the control he had over someone as powerful as me he loved the control to hurt his own daughter a hundred thousand percent he loved it i uh, would work seven days a week no days off which in california the only similar thing to this is sex trafficking
1: so her she accusations to he said that so that's what i'm saying that's pretty those <laughs> are some pretty those are harsh harsh charges well not only that, but I mean It is having, it's having, having somebody on A testimonies
3: that impairs you. But
1: mm-hmm. also yeah. it also, also shows what? that she is not impaired in any way if she is comparing something to something that drastic.
2: Well, I think she's she, you know, I didn't again I also I also haven't heard the audio track. But the the description or the you know, the brief description that um Copperhead just gave Uh, she sounds lucid and intelligent and likely capable of managing her own affairs, which would make the conservatorship inappropriate. Now, what will happen if she actually petitions the court to remove the conservatorship? I don't know, but if she can pass a psychiatric evaluation or can successfully um, petition the court to convince the court that she doesn't need to have a psychiatric evaluation, then maybe the conservatorship will be ended in a month. But um, I have a feeling that this is not the last time we're going to be talking about this on this show, and uh, there's likely to be some additional legal maneuvers um, by the attorneys and Mr. Spears um, as this moves forward. That's just my prediction.
1: What what does Mr. Spears say? He said something really, like, cocky or something like that, or we're sorry my daughter is not. Is hurting or something? I don't have his
3: response in front of me, but his I'm, response but,
1: was: we're, so, we're from through his attorney, Mr. Spears is sorry his daughter is hurting, and doesn't see the good that he is trying to do for her. You know, there was a point there. This this conservatorship needed to be there, but she's 39 years old and almost. I didn't even know she was that old. That's that's old if you're wanting to have a baby. And so right. that puts a whole new spin on legal things in my mind. Now, do you feel mm-hmm. like she needed to, you need to be put, put in a full? Con-
2: yes, I, I do, like- John. So I'm sorry, Copperhead. I, like- I can't understand you. That's no, okay. Uh, I was
3: saying that I feel like with the conservatorship, the original statement of it, we all know that that Britney had a meltdown. She that she kind of let. It, she shaved her head. She was kind of going Paris Hilton crazy kind of thing, and I think it's shocking <laughs> that it wasn't just parenting that got involved. It was this conservativeship. She went from completely kind of being – having a meltdown because she was the most famous person in the world bar none to being put into house arrest effectively, and you can't say that that was just for her protection because she, clearly it's been milked for all of its worth and trying to be enforced on her even though she's push back and proven to the the courts that she's capable. Uh, For instance, one thing that she states to the the judge is that the therapy that she's in right now are purposely put into these buildings that are surrounded by paparazzi. So she can't even open up to her therapist without the paparazzi snapping pictures of her breaking down. And she feels humiliated. (laughs) She feels terrified every time she's going through any of this. So she pleads to the judge uh, several times that she can break this conservative ship it without an evaluation and because it's not fair that her father puts her in these positions with these therapists to make her feel like she can't open up and that she's trapped and that she's put like she's not allowed the appropriateness to be able to be considered fully and she's already been damaged by these past therapists that she doesn't feel like it's in the same evaluation as a a same person would have it's not comparable.
1: Almost. Why would the court allow an attorney to represent her? Because the court appointed the attorney, but he's not doing what she's asking. She's asked him to put an application in to get rid of the conservatorship. He's asked her for new medicine. He's asked her to remove Mm -hmm. the AID. All this should be in court records. I I, I don't know,
2: John. I, 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 you know, I'm not privy to the, to the, Confidential client attorney communication. I mean, I assume that's accurate. And if that's accurate, if 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 the lawyer was specifically asked by his client to perform a particular filing, you know, file an application to remove the conservatorship, and he didn't do it, I assume there is a really good reason. Or he's in violation of the ethical rules. But my presumption is in a high-level case like this for the court-appointed attorney that there's a reason why he hasn't done so. And I, I, I don't want to speculate too much about what that reason could be, but presumably he feels like he's going to lose um, – if he were to file such an application at this time. Perhaps they need to get more evidence. Um, perhaps she does need to submit to an independent psychiatric evaluation. Um, perhaps there's some other uh, legal or financial reason why that application has not been made. Now. If the only reason the application has not been made is because the attorney is ignoring the request of his client, that's ethically problematic. But I'm not privy to the real attorney-client communication there, so I don't want to speculate too much because I, I really I will, don't
1: know. Can we all agree? That she was, can we all say this together? Free Brittany, mm-hmm. Free Britney. Right. Yes. For real.
2: Uh, I mean, I you know, honestly, was- John, I want to I want to say to you, John, and to the whole audience, I didn't really care about this issue that much until you brought it up, sir. I, 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 you know, I knew that there was something going on with Britney Spears and her legal matter, but it just it wasn't at the forefront of my mind as like a serious issue. And now that I understand a little bit more, and there's been some recent news reporting about it, it really is a serious issue. That woman is getting. Um, I understand why people are saying leave Britney alone, and it's almost become a meme. But she really should be left alone to to have her own life and enjoy her fortune that she earned. And she personally fa- finances the lives of so many other
3: people. She takes care of a small city right. when she's in Las Vegas. You know, she has all these dancers, producers, mm-hmm. art people that surround her, and she's living the life of a pauper while she's making these other people millionaires, including her father, who does little more than spend her money. So what's funny here is that when she's asking the judge for these petitions, she admits to the judge that until she did some research on it in the last six months or a year, she didn't know some of these that were even allowed to her to ask permission to do these things But she felt so locked down and trapped that she didn't know she could petition the court and get this and this and this taken care of. Because so the right, fact she's so not only – she's giving top, somebody a lawyer that's not doing what she's asking. He's not even offering any solutions. He's so completely that, helping walk you We down. want
1: you to stay on top of this a little bit more. Let's move to some yeah, politics. Absolutely. Trump does secret subpoenas. Democrats are accusing Trump of a Nixon-style leak hunt. But Republicans say it's mm-hmm. a legit, legitimate for the DOJ to investigate leaks. Liz Cheney lost her seat in the House GOP leadership over the repeated criticism of Donald Trump. When it comes to the former President's Justice Department subpoenaing, subpoenaing Democratic lawmakers' personal data, such as their kids' text messages, their kids' bank accounts, Adam Schiff's son's uh, cell records, she is holding off with her words. Almost. What are the mm-hmm. ramifications that could happen to the Justice Department doing secret subpoenas and doing the things of what the Trump administration is being accused of?
2: Well, what they are to be very very clear for your audience, what they are being accused of is a horrific abuse of power. Um, the, the Department of Justice has the unique pleasure and power of having. Um, Subpoena power for all individuals through all jurisdictions, and unlike the subpoenas issued by private attorneys, huge companies like AT&T and Verizon will virtually always comply with a properly issued Justice Department subpoena, which gives them incredible investigatory power. You want the Department of Justice to have incredible exec, uh, investigatory power, but when it's abused like this it's it's the same thing that it's like Nixon and Watergate, but in some ways it's worse because what's happening here is they're using an alleged real um, issue you know there's there's an issue where private classified information you know c- government information that is classified gets leaked to the public it it is appropriate for the government to investigate that crime because the disclosure of classified information is in fact a crime, but they're taking this real investigation and instead of actually going after the alleged leakers or trying to figure out who did the leak, they're using the cover of that leak investigation to try to dig up dirt on their political opponents. And that's, I mean, it's not only is it unacceptable; it's a horrific and dangerous and chilling abuse of power. And, is it illegal? You, you know, absolutely. It is absolutely unethical, illegal. It's almost certainly a felony to knowingly order a um, to, to knowingly issue a subpoena that uh, for, for a false purpose because um, mm-hmm. you're swearing to. Uh, uh, the courts essentially that the subpoena is issued for a particular purpose and it's not it's issued for the purposes of digging up dirt on a political opponent and and now, so one of the things we can tie this back one up. of the, thing, back one of the things that john Giuliani, go, was go
3: Giuliani sure. was actually, was, yes.
2: yeah go ahead just
1: kind of putting that one of the things that
2: john was asking me one of the things that john was asking me is what's going to happen and and I wish I knew one of the reasons that I can't give you a good guess or a straight answer is because this investigation is just getting going. And um, the news reporting about it has been pretty limited. From the limited news reporting that I've seen, it appears that um, there was some sort of shadow program at the Department of Justice where William Barr brought in a special counsel for the sole purpose of performing these alleged leak investigations, but he was basically running – Outside of the typical Justice Department um, rules for the issuance of subpoenas, he was running like a shadow Justice Department, which is, I mean, terrifying. If if you understand how, how broad the power right. of the Department of Justice is, for them to be doing things in the shadows and secret, it's
1: it should be terrifying to people who love their civil liberties.
2: Now, and don't so, laugh at me. You
1: know, don't laugh at me. What's the difference between a FISA warrant? And a secret subpoena? No, that's a great question. So,
2: a subpoena of any type, secret or not, is a request to the to any party. But in the context of cell phone records, it's a request to um, one of these cell phone carriers, like Verizon. to provide the cell phone records for, le- for valid legal purposes, and a FISA warrant, um, I want to be careful and tell your listeners that I am not a cybersecurity expert, but a, fa- a FISA warrant, based on my understanding, is um, the ability to um, essentially tap a telephone Um and search through telephone records in the past but also telephone records prospectively and to listen in um, for uh, essentially terrorism purposes. And you, you, a subpoena is appropriate for the investigation of domestic crimes, uh, like a, like the leak um, of classified information. But um, a FISA warrant would be appropriate for the investigation of international crimes. Um, if, if there is... A uh, element of uh, national security I think you can get a FISA warrant Through the secret FISA court Which is a whole different problem But we can talk about that on another show
1: Perfect Okay Let's move to this real quick uh, For the People Act how do you, What do you think yeah. about the fact That we were able to get 50-50 Joe Manchin actually voted with us And it actually looks like Joe Manchin May be waking up to the fact the Republicans are playing him they're they're just playing well, him completely. i I think
2: there's a lot going on there, and one of the things that's happened is the is that he kind of watered down the original s r one and pr- pr- provided his own significantly better than nothing but uh, a little bit less um good bill than s r one mentioned um put it forth, and that's what was voted upon and got got the 50-50 tiebreak with the uh, Senate filibuster. So um, I agree that it remains one of the most important issues in the country, and I also agree that it appears that Manchin and Cinema and Feinstein and some of these other Democratic holdouts appear to be softening a little bit um, because they're recognizing the reality that the the dream of bipartisanship doesn't exist. That said, um, I'm skeptical because of there was that leaked phone call between Mansion and the billionaire donors um, in the No Labels group, which indicates that he he's beholden to people who are not the voters of West Virginia. Um, so I'm skeptical that we're actually going to get a good result out of him. I would love to see the democrats reform the filibuster my proposal and i didn't make this up a lot of people are saying this al franken said this my proposal is that there needs to be a talking filibuster with a negative cloture vote so if you want to extend debate by by making by filibustering a bill in the senate um, the proposal would be reform the filibuster such that you have to actually do a talking filibuster. So the senator who wants to filibuster needs to talk the whole time, stand up on the floor of the Senate and talk. And there needs to be a quorum of 40 senators in the room who are willing to stay there until they extend the debate. And when there is no 40 senators, when you, when you reach the you know, the negative closure, then the vote proceeds on a straightforward up-and-down vote with no filibuster. So I think that there is a path forward for reform. I'm not certain exactly what's going to happen. This is obviously developing, you know, this week as we speak. But um, I I think that we're starting to see more – urgency out of the side of the Democrats that this is something that we really, really need to get done to protect our democracy as I've been saying on this show for six months.
1: Absolutely. All right, Amos, I'm going to give you your two-minute warning and here you go. Thank you, sir. Well, um, as I just
2: said, I think one of the most important issues in the country is voting rights. And um, it appears that the Democrats, at least their messaging is getting better on the issue of voting rights. And um, Manchin uh, and his bloc appear to be softening a little bit. There are other major issues in this country, progressive agenda, vaccine, taxation, war. But um, if we don't get voting rights passed, none of it matters. Uh, call your congressmen and senators. We want to pass voting rights. We want filibuster reform. Um, su- support your local Democratic candidates and um, vote in local elections. All politics is local. Um, I love you all. Good night.
1: All right, everybody. You, that was Almost Woolworths with Woolworths and None. 972 4852, that's 972 4852 If you have any legal problems in the world, this man can help you. We will be right back. This is All You Need to Know Radio brought to you by American Wealth. If you have IRS problems and you'd like IRS relief, call 469 6390 and you get 50% off if you call tonight. We'll be right back. I
2: ain't running, I won't do that and I'm Tarantino, inventor of Moonpod, a breakthrough in relaxation that's quickly becoming the world's most popular beanbag.
1: Moonpod is an entirely new way to sit back,
2: relax and chill out. Our custom zero gravity bead technology acts as a personalized cushioning system, which induces a true state of weightlessness, just like being on the moon. So join us in this relaxation revolution and get your moon pod today, because I promise it is the most comfortable place in the universe. Mm-mm.
0: Let's see what we can build today. Ta-da. There you go.
2: (laughs) Wow. You go. Skyrocket your
0: city in Forge of Empires. Now for free in the App Store and at foe.tv.
3: Living with HIV? Keep being you. And ask your doctor about Bicarbate. BICTARBI is a complete, one-pill, once-a-day treatment used for HIV in certain adults. It's not a cure, but with one small pill, BICTARBI fights HIV to help you get to and stay undetectable. That's when the amount of virus is so low, it cannot be measured by a lab test. Research shows people who take HIV treatment every day and get to and stay undetectable can no longer transmit HIV through sex. Serious side effects can occur, including kidney problems and kidney failure. Rare, life-threatening side effects include a buildup of lactic acid and liver problems. Do not take BICTARV if you take jofetilide or rifampin. Tell your doctor about all the medicines and supplements you take, if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, or if you have kidney or liver problems, including hepatitis. If you have hepatitis B, do not stop taking Victarby without talking to your doctor. Common side effects were diarrhea, nausea, and headaches. If you're living with HIV, keep loving who you are and ask your doctor if Victarvi is right for you.
0: My life is free, Brittany, and it just changed. Brittany Spears is finally ready to speak out about her legal drama. The pop princess will personally address an L.A. courtroom in June as her legal battle over her long-standing conservatorship continues. Brittany's attorney told the court that the Peace of Me singer requested the hearing so she could speak to the court directly and asked for an expedited date. The judge agreed to set the appearance for June 23rd. It is not known exactly what Britney plans to address, but the toxic singer has been in an adverse fight over her conservatorship. ACCESS spoke to legal expert James Sexton, who said it's not uncommon for a person in Britney's situation to want to have their voice heard. Britney Spears has had a lot of people
2: doing a lot of talking on her behalf for a long time, but her voice has been
1: silent throughout a lot of this, except for occasionally checking in on her social media and telling people that she's doing just fine. The world wants to hear from Britney and hear
2: Britney say, you know, those magic words that she's going to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth.
0: Her father, Jamie Spears, has been the appointed conservator since 2008 and has court-approved control over all of his daughter's personal and financial decisions. A bid to have him removed from the role in 2020 was denied, but the heated battle continues on. Brittany, who has previously stayed out of the conversation surrounding her legal arrangements, has reassured fans she is doing well on social media despite the controversy. All right,
1: everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. That is the amazing DeLupa. You need to get her new album that came out last year, and I've just become actually aware of her and love, 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 love love her. What do you think of her, Copperhead?
3: I mean, it's easy. Her songs are are very catchy. Uh, Her new album, she's definitely got her style inflected in there compared to her freshman album. And she's, she's got several tracks on one album that I just love. So anytime that there's multiple songs on one album, it's, it's definitely a great artist. And she's definitely, definitely, definitely good to dance to and like to kick it to.
1: That's right. And Guys, before we go any further, we want to bring you up to date on a, con- on a um, oh gosh, the high-rise building that people lived in in uh, Florida that completely collapsed. And the death toll is incredible, but there's 99 people still missing. Some people did escape, but I mean, it just came collapsing down on people. I was so excited to hear from my friend, Michael Sigliano, who has Sigliano design out there. Thank God he wasn't anywhere near it, but make sure that you check on your friends and family in Florida. So let's move on to our song pick of the week. And, um, this is by another young artist that a lot of people probably haven't heard about. So, what's her name? I would be shocked if a lot name? of people haven't heard about her. Is how this, do you say her name?
3: Is this uh, Olivia? Yes. Olivia, uh, I don't know her last name off the top of my head, but just so you know, she's actually one of the first.
1: R-I-G-O. Rodrigo. There we go.
3: So I would I would say this is a kind of amazing feat because I have read articles where she has not just the first or second song on the Billboard charts, but all three of the number one, two, and three on Billboard charts
1: for at the same time for several weeks. Beating so such artists as Ariana Grande, Prince, yeah, Madonna. Uh, I mean, no other artist has done this before, and no. she's what eighteen? Yes, she, she's eighteen years old. So this is our song pick of the week, and it's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face. It's Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, and I know I said it wrong. Check it out.
0: I finally drive up to your house. That's yes, the day I drove through the suburbs, crying if you were well. And you're probably with that one girl who always made me out. She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. Yes,
1: all right guys so that was olivia rodrigo that was our song Pick of the week how do you say it copperhead i'm, I'm not saying it rodrigo right. you did it right you got it rodrigo and here is your two minute closing argument i mean almost says it perfectly every week but
3: i still want to say check in on your neighbors we're still dealing with a disease that kind of that several americans aren't um being proactive about getting their uh, cheers for. We have a chance to beat this. There may be another one right around the corner. So keep those contacts, keep those family, these, those ties in your mind and make sure that you're checking in with your neighbors and friends and you have that support system for yourself so that you're not going to be by yourself. If we have to go and lock down again, God forbid, again, then we need to be ready for that and be ready to act in a, as a community and as a nation about that sort of stuff. So love thy neighbor as thyself and Check in with them and make sure that they're taken care of so they can help take care of you.
1: Okay guys, so that was Copperhead. And I do want to kind of mirror what he said in the fact of we are still in the middle of a pandemic. In fact, right now, there are people that are still dying by the day. And I'm so tired of hearing grown adults argue about masks. Grow up and show your children some, um, what's the word? Not respect, but show them that you, somebody to look up to. I mean, we have got to stop arguing with each other. We have got to stop fighting with each other. We all have to live on this little island. And the Republicans, especially, Uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Mark McCarthy you guys should be ashamed of yourself trying to make it harder on Americans to vote I do want to say a few things about Britney Spears this conservatorship is shit it is not fair it is slavery in a different way for this time of year this time of our decade and it needs to be removed immediately. And this judge that heard this case today should do it immediately. There shouldn't be no psychologically exam. This woman performs in front of millions of people and look at her Instagram. She's dancing her ass off. She's trying to have fun, but she cannot have fun if she's 39 years old and she's being told who she can see, what she can do, what she can eat, If she can have a baby, that's just all wrong. With that, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Once again, our show is brought to you exclusively by American Wealth Group USA. Call 469-399-6330. I'm sorry, it's 469-399-6390. If you would like to get their services for 50% off, tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio. And with that, live from All You Need to Know Radio Studios, Hold on, Cooper Copperhead, want to say something?
3: I just want to tell everybody, I think
1: that politicians should
3: probably be changed out on a regular basis, much like diapers, and pretty much for the same reason.
1: <laughs> he's right. I agree with that. Mitch McConnell would need double X because he's such a crybaby. And Rudy Giuliani, you are getting what you deserve. Get ready, Trump. You and your workless-ass family are next. I'm John Hollywood, your host, live from All You Need to Know Radio, from our studios here in Dallas, Texas. Good night. Love each other. Keep reaching for the stars, because that's where it all begins. And never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. A special, uh, a special thanks to Almost Woolworths with Woolworths and Nuns. Once again, if you need help with anything having to do with uh, your legal problems, call 972 He is also on Instagram. Copperhead, thank you so much. He will keep looking into everything going on with Britney Spears. If you would like to send us an idea for a story for our show, all you need to know, radio at gmail.com. Good night, everybody.